listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Got me breathing with dragons. I'll crack your egg in your basket, you basket, you bastard. I'm Marilyn Manson with madness. Don't imagine. Now just imagine the magic. I like the acid. Don't ask for your favorite rapper. He dead. Amen. He dead. Amen. Amen. And this is rigor mortis and it's gorgeous when you die i like recorded in the morpheus the matrix in my mind i'm out the orbit i'm an orphan and a hairdresser combined i'm on the toilet when i rhyme if you still shit then i decline i come max where you begin and then i end on cloud nine and that's important when you morphing into an angel in the sky don't be forging all my signatures my listeners reply and tell me what you bite in my style you got a hell of an appetite and i'm gonna be here for a while just buckle up before the ride of knuckle up if you fight we always making the duck, the duck a die. Suit is high as suitable. Usual is suicide. CSI, you just might investigate this fucking parasite. And he did. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Test Podcast with your host Rod and Karen. Amen. And can't nobody do that but him. I had no idea all those words were in there. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and he literally <laughs> goes without taking up, without going, without right. taking a breath. Like I don't think people realize how long of a phrase that is to say straight. And the longer he says it, the faster he gets yeah i'm leaving like 33 percent of the words out and that's just Come the first on. verse he take it easy on the first verse by the time we get to the third verse he's just like i don't the what human being has he has a third long he has a third long that's the only thing <laughs> that, could explain that makes that. sense um i'm like amen amen he mm-hmm. did amen all right let's go to the next verse <laughs> <laughs> uh that's right it's the blackout test podcast we're back uh for all the people that don't listen to feedback shows uh i guess we're officially back for you guys um for all y'all that, that listen to feedback shows if you want to hear a recap of what we did in miami and shit that's all on the last episode mm-hmm. that's the only place you're gonna get it yeah don't we didn't want to be doing that 17 times so uh if you if you're interested then uh you can listen to yesterday's long ass three and a half hour show yes but <laughs> like people said i forgot that was throwback time yeah <laughs> that's what we take up a quarter of your day yep <laughs> people gonna be happy as hell at work i know uh but yeah it was an interesting trip man but i'm glad to be back i'm glad to be doing what we do so uh of course this you can find us on itunes and stitcher the black out tips leave us five star reviews we read them on the show on saturdays when it's feedback time the motto of the show of course is nothing's wrong if it's funny because we talk and laugh about a lot of inappropriate things we do the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme uh and we are sponsored today okay we are double sponsored uh first of all this episode is brought to you by bevel okay bevel is the first and only shaving system specifically designed for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com and use code tbgwt to get 20 percent off of your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l dot com uh and we're also brought to you by um a little bit of a sexier sponsor um let me see if i can find some uh i don't know sexy sexy i don't know what about what about this song yeah all right so um this show is also brought to you by adam and eve Mm -hmm. you can go to adamandeve.com and get half off y'all that's right 50 percent off of just about any item and it's very simple to do so uh but in addition to that in addition to your 50 percent off they also want to give you three free adult dvds 
a free exclusive gift and free shipping jesus christ guys how are you staying in business i don't know i don't know it must just they must just be giving shit away maybe it's a, a maybe they're laundering drug money or something i don't know i don't want to get into amazon uh, into adam and eve's business but it doesn't make sense to me either anyway um this exclusive gift is a power old vibrating ring mm-hmm uh which you know is disposable um it goes on to you know a penis it keeps the person erect and it vibrates so it's a little something for both of y'all um and uh you know right afterwards you can just get rid of it the battery runs for about 30 minutes you know which is probably about 23 minutes longer than most of y'all need you know what i'm saying (laughs) make that in sandwich uh adamandeve.com how do you get this stuff rod it's easy just go to adamandeve.com code tbgwt adamandeve.com and and you'll get half off of your one item it could be anything lingerie uh uh oils and 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 all kinds of lubrications and stuff condoms and bulk movies they could uh, they sell everything there if you pillows and everything just they got you um adamandeve.com use code tvgwt and you can get all that free stuff man so make sure you guys do that all right Uh, it made me want to watch luke cage again uh all right so let's talk about news i guess i mean there's all kinds of things uh we took the week off but things continue to happen yes. in the news which it don't stop yeah you would think that it would have said oh rod and karen got got the week off let, let us let us stop with all this news but um that's not how it works news question you have the answer so tell me what I want to know do you want to funk do you want to funk won't you tell me now won't you tell me now if you want to funk let me show you how do you want to funk with me do you wanna funk with me? Yay! Put out the glow sticks. All right. Some ain't on roller skate. <laughs> roller Every skate. single time, mm-hmm, ain't on the roller skate. All right. I mean, you know what? Do you live how you wanna live? You know. <laughs> You want to get out there and you get on the skates? You can roller skate the hell out of this song. Probably pass out trying to keep up with the beat, but yeah, you can get a good workout. All right. 
uh north carolina governor's friends um pat mccrory is our governor for at least two more weeks weeks. at least two more weeks um well i'm getting this from uh unicornbooty.com one of my favorite news sites that's not no real site yes it is a real site unicornbooty.com is a real site okay yeah daniel villarreal wrote this and that's where i'm getting this from north carolina governor's friends are shunning him over his anti-trans law Hmm. huh i guess the same shit they supported him on right i'm telling people this shit is so unpopular in our state because it's not something he campaigned on and it's not something people voted for right i'm not like is like i know the perception outside of our state is well this is just a bigoted ass state and this is what but we're a state that vote what went blue in 2008 like it's not this is such a misrepresentation of not that there's no bigotry here there is but this is a misrepresentation of so many people's beliefs like right people that didn't know that why they vote for that we didn't vote for that shit yeah there's people that don't like gay people that probably are bigoted against gay people that are that think this law is stupid right you know what i mean like that like that's how that's how far out he is is that there are people like what why would you do that at any rate um He's feeling the sting of supporting his state law requiring trans people to use the bathroom matching the gender of their birth certificates. Not only is his state lost an estimated three, $395 million in revenue due to boycotts, after he signed a needlessly transphobic law, he apparently also is getting death threats and being shunned by his friends and politicians as a result. To be clear, um, the, the site is like, we don't like um, death threats, okay? Like, we're not saying that's okay but in the observer he did an interview um he told a conservative conference that his friends and associates have said although you've been an outstanding governor we still cannot support you because the human rights campaign will attack us and i've had to get reelected. and i've had at least five this week tell me that good friends very good friends pat i love you i love you man we'll be friends for life we just can't support you right yeah see this now what's funny is in his mind he's like see what a martyr i am i'm i'm sacrificing my because of my values my friends don't like me and people will give me death threats and shit but really is his value to be a bigot because he could you know not have done this it's not he wasn't forced into this position they didn't have to meet within 24 hours and pass the quickest law ever right he continued my wife for example in charlotte she primarily stays in charlotte she's been disinvited to charity events basically they call her up and say you better not come you better not come right because they don't want them problems yeah he also made a boneheaded comparison about the pro lgbt people being like big brother or the thought police from george orwell's 1984 if you disagree you will be purged you will you will disappear he said but anyone who can who has actually read that book okay anyone that's actually read those book knows that both of those entities were tools of the government oppression tools just like mccrory yeah that's the new thing too is like oh, biggest are the real victims you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> you're the real racist for bringing racism up yeah i'm the real vic you guys are making making it seem like my point of view is extremely uh like they want to compare being unpopular having an unpopular point of view as being the same as having a bigoted point of view like that like that's a big thing for a lot of these people you know it's like how stacy dash will be like well you know um in hollywood they ostracize you if you're not just some left-leaning liberal and it's like 
okay look at your opinions though you have racist opinions you have transphobic opinions you have anti-gay opinions no one is no one's duty to to serve you no one is supposed like it's the same way that you talk shit about all these people you disagree with they can talk shit about you and not want to do business with you that's part of the free market as well you're not a martyr right that i don't know why people don't think that's part of the free market of is people deciding not to give you their dollars based off of your vocal opinions but often you know what people don't care until it affects them look at the women from fox news that are all now getting information and suing fox and talking about discrimination uh for sexual harassment and stuff but yet every day they used to go on the air and be dismissive of every other kind of harassment including sexual harassment happened to other women on college campus they yeah. talked about it that andrea tantoris lady was like basically women aren't getting raped they're just party girls who regret getting drunk and having sex like yeah the, like the, the, when they're on the clock when it's not something that's affecting them they're completely fine with these things when it, but the second that it's actually the the gun is turned on them it's whoa 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 well, let's calm down guys this just isn't fair you know yeah and and i and i do feel um i believe those women because the organization you work for has shown that this is some shit that they would do to the female employees that work there um but there is because uh, I, I can separate that from your fucked up opinion and views and how you feel about people there are some people that don't separate that and they go okay well, y'all fuck y'all y'all didn't believe these other women why, why, why the fuck should we should go all ham and support you because it's you now fuck you right um alright so uh in other news thousands of gay men convicted uh, of the now abolished sex offenses to be posthumous posthumous uh, posthumously pardon uh which basically means they are dead and they are being pardoned of crimes that weren't actual crime the crime was being gay now this is by the united kingdom government um but it's they not dead though they're dead yeah now it's not like these laws weren't everywhere i mean i'm sure the united states imprisoned gay people for buggery quote-unquote right. sodomy quote-unquote yes, you know even like it's, it's wild because even laws that we use in instances of rape were used to legislate against consensual gay sex in the past so Mm -hmm. it's like sodomy's on the book and it comes up during rape if you orally or anally assault someone but during when it was just like two guys who like consented to sex that was also sodomy you know we could like we could arrest you for that too like so uh, you know it's not like our our country's somehow light years ahead of this i'm sure there's people that went to prison for this stuff and all that other things too but anyway so they um thousands of gay and bisexual men convicted of now abolished sexual offenses will be pardoned by the uk government the ministry of justice has announced the law has been dubbed the alan turing law named after world war ii enigma code breaker who was prosecuted for gross indecency in 1952 for having a same-sex relationship when homosexuality was illegal in the united kingdom um yeah and and there's like a movie about him and everything um under the new law people convicted for consensual same-sex relationships when homosexuality was illegal will be formally pardoned people convicted of gross indecency can apply through the home office to have their names cleared through something called a disregard process this process deletes any mention of the offense from a person's criminal record the law will posthumously pardon five thousand wait fifty nine thousand men convicted of the charge who have since died and sixteen thousand men still living can apply for the disregard process um that's a lot of people dog it, that is yeah that is a lot of people 
Um, the government also announced it will introduce a new statutory pardon for the living for cases where offenses have been deleted through the aforementioned proce- process uh yeah who knows how many opportunities is denied people right. who knows how many people are, like apply for jobs people like i mean mm-hmm. i understand so many people are dead but you have affected these people's families yeah and their potential income based off of this bullshit mm-hmm yep um the they uh also said it's hugely important that we pardon people convicted of historical sexual offenses who would be innocent of any crime today uh said justice minister sam guillama in a statement through pardons and the existing disregard process we will meet our manifesto commitment to put right these wrongs according to the gay charity stonewall the new law could mean playwright oscar wilde would be entitled to a pardon uh following turing's prosecution the code breaker who was responsible for decrypting nazi messages accepted the chemical castration as an alternative to going to prison two years after his conviction he died by suicide uh he is believed to have shortened the second world war by more than two years and saved over 14 million lives winston churchill described his work on the enigma code as the single biggest contribution to the allied victory of the second world war some people have taken to twitter to express their delight at the passing of the law um but others feel the passing of the law is not enough a man who was convicted of gross indecency with a man in 1974 1974 told the bbc that he wants an apology not a pardon during an interview george montague said that while he couldn't be happier about the move he could not accept the pardon because he feels it suggests he was guilty i was not guilty of anything i was only guilty of being in the wrong place at the wrong time he said that's a good point right like i like i say it what they're doing is not sufficient i understand it's like we want to get it right okay but you actually like he said you actually need to make a public apology mm-hmm and there needs to be some kind of financial compensation. It's like, you know what? Our bad. We fucked y'all over. Our bad. You know what we'll do? We'll just erase it from the books like that shit never happened. But you're not taking away the pain. You're not taking away the 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 uh, assaults um, that they may have received from other people. You're not taking away the they got ostracized. You're not taking away somebody all the years in jail, right? Um, all the you know all the years of employment, economic opportunities. Who knows what housing things they were denied? Who knows how this affected families if if people had families who and, did not know at the time? Yeah, because right? um, I'm assuming if this was illegal, you probably had a lot of what people would consider to be straight men uh in every other aspect of their life because you don't want to you know you're basically conforming to fit in but then you also might be gay but you're not legally able to be gay you're like you're just it's just not a thing that's okay in your society so you may be on the down low and this may cost you a bunch of other shit too not that you know not that there aren't real victims attached to you know someone being exposed that's on the down low as far as their wives and children and shit but the point being um even with all that complicated stuff in the background the process starts by the fact that you made this illegal and this is an environment that i'm going out into so whatever i'm doing to conform is mostly because of this you know societal influence which is it's illegal to be gay so maybe i'm i'm gonna go to church and try to pray it away maybe I'll, you know what i mean like all these things i'm trying to do because you decided as a society that the way that i am is wrong right and the thing is this is where the 
the straight people's uh privilege comes in because straight people fuck all the time and fuck anywhere and do all kinds of things and no problem you know have sex in marriage outside of marriage you know polygamy all these platforms and everybody go you cool that's not illegal but you loving somebody that's the same sex oh we got a problem with that and making a fucking law work right. nah this is not cool alright um let's see uh what else we got here but yeah I, I mean i mean i'm not okay it is partial progress but it don't seem like enough that's mm-hmm. i'll just put it that way seem like there should be some reparations involved yes. some restoration of these people that were uh basically falsely imprisoned and shit it seems like there should be people should demand that too yeah it seems like families should get something it just seemed like there would be a lot more and even calling it a pardon like i said like uh the article said makes it seem as if you did something wrong and we're saying hey you're pardoned of your wrongdoing as opposed to saying no this should have never been Uh, you should be exonerated or something some other term right and what's fucked up they trying to say my bad without saying my bad like they they, basically you doing this shows the significance of what you did was wrong like you you saying we we fucked up Mm -hmm. but you don't want to come out and truly say we fucked up because if you come out and say we fucked up yeah you're gonna have to start paying you're like people gonna hold you accountable they ought to hold you accountable for this i mean even this seems like it would make you financially accountable in my opinion right lgbt community center rattled by repeat break-ins and vandalism a series of robberies at a community center a rock thrown through a window at a thrift store and a batch of hateful graffiti scratched on uh scrawled on the outside uh office wall had have combined to seriously to seriously rattle the local lgbt community in concord um it says san francisco so not north carolina the first incident was in mid-august when somebody threw a rock through a window at the center's thrift shop uh during the store hours nobody was hurt bar said but it, it frightened the employees then on four separate occasions starting august 21st and ending august 5th somebody broke into the community center and made off with computers a projector cash several electronic storage devices okay uh and after each break-in the center improved the security measures but each time the thieves were able to get back in during the last burglary someone scrawled anti-ld messages on the office wall in an incident that concord police are calling a hate crime uh we're just in shock there are so few places where gay and lesbian people can come in and feel safe to have one of those very few places in our country have this level of attack has just left us feeling very very vulnerable and one of the burglary suspects took valuable donor information including credit card account information and canceled checks soon charges were popping up on accounts for pizza hotel room and gift certificates from auto parts stores he said it's just excruciating bar said it's very chaotic for our staff damn so it's like financial hate crime everything yeah because basically you got a list of their customers basically right uh a mom baked and us the thing is mm-hmm. all their customers might not be gay there's a lot of people of all types of sexuality that go to various different places they're like hey i just want to purchase something in here i just want to show my support and now you know attacking them is quote unquote more than just them it's attacking their supporters attacking community basically yeah yeah you said it better than i could and some people in the community have come forward to like support you know and show you know uh that they stand by them but you know obviously there's no arrest made the identity of suspects haven't been made or anything yet so um but that's just you know sad that someone would target people like that 
um tranny granny halloween costume recalled by amazon target and walmart uh, okay refresh sound acting stupid but um yeah uh, apparently you know this is the latest uh this is okay yeah it's the latest of the halloween uh yeah we right around that time ain't we yeah it's about time for blackface to come back <laughs> yes, it's about it time for uh, uh harambe gorilla costumes <laughs> are gonna be popular the, the, this year the native americans about to show up on the scene yeah you know oh yeah all kinds of different color faces you know that's i'm sure that's gonna happen um but yeah i'm expecting us to to have a whole lot of um you know different trifling ass costumes but uh one thing that i think kind of gets a pass normally at um halloween is the cross-dressing stuff which you know i i'm not trying to say is is problematic or whatever on every situation i mean it's not always yeah it's not always targeted or meant to belittle trans people and stuff like that um but this particular name like this this costume is that like you can't even get a pass on like they didn't call it the medea costume or something that's the whole purpose of the costume is to be offensive yeah um apparently they're and, and, i'm sorry and we'll start that we'll start get soon those uh flyers that the uh, a lot of the pwis are going to send across the campus telling people you know the list of shit not to do and they're gonna get offended yeah well you gotta have your gangster thug halloween party all that shit anyway um take for example the tranny granny costume from walmart and amazon they just pulled from their respective websites all the guys will be dressing up as superheroes and princesses but you will stand out among the rest in this hilarious granny's men's costume the costume description reads including including the costume is a white tank dress covered in colorful flowers with a pink collar it also has a curvaceous button boo pads to complete the look additionally this particular granny wouldn't go anywhere without her pink babushka with flower design headband to keep her hair perfectly in place and to top it all off slap on some makeup and get ready for your granny walk and you will have the room roaring with laughter we could go on forever about what's wrong with that portrayal but you get the point on both websites costume was listed in the marketplaces by a third-party vendor called rasta impasta and while it's supposed to cost 64 dollars, you were getting a steal from both stores at just 25 dollars uh walmart told lgbtq nation that it removed the costume from its website because it's obviously violated its terms of service for third-party retailers well see that's another thing with these websites now you can list shit you can list stuff on amazon as a third-party retailer that i'm sure doesn't really go through much of a process because it's so many and they're just waiting for people to report it like hey this is fucked up and then you go oh let's take it down ah okay yeah so it's not something that they went out and did they was like amazon nor walmart are associated with it somebody's like i won't sell yeah. some shit they on go, your websites you have right. third-party retailers and they sell stuff and they probably don't check it too often unless it's so many reported them, right uh while it's listed on other sites it clearly violates our policy and was quickly removed once we were notified where paul this seller put it on our site to begin with a representative for the superstore said that even though there's an entire team dedicated to making sure there aren't any offensive costumes it seems the group's missed the group missed this one yeah i I would hazard to guess that uh i doubt that they see everything right because you're probably talking about the millions of of, of outside vendors and and then even with them even if they could see everything i also doubt that they p- 
pick it up from every single type of angle Mm-mm. you know it's just it's impossible for any person to see every angle on anything anyway but uh that's what the reporting tool on the site is for and it's good that they reacted to it right um but yeah and I, i'm betting that rasta impasta uh probably sells a bunch of offensive shit it probably don't start because if you name it tranny granny right. you, you're probably not the most um progressive uh <laughs> yeah and they do no have telling what else is on that site or what else you got to ring it around in there yeah i'm looking at it now um you know and they got some you know, some a bunch of safe stuff too you know um bob's burgers and stuff like that and a bob ross costume and uh sausage party outfits and stuff but then they of course they have the you know um uh what do you call it they uh uh of course they still have the um rastafarian you know white dude puts on a dread wig and a jamaican looking color scheme uh hat and stuff like that too no i mean it's halloween halloween's one of the more like one of those holidays that just you almost have to just write it off like this shit will be fucked up so you know um because somebody's always trying to push push the limit you know it's gonna be the people that dress up as a guy who beats his girlfriend or something you know that's gonna be a thing like i'm josh brown the kicker and this is my wife uh-huh. you know like there's always yeah that's fucked up but there's always something you know um so we'll see all right let's get into some other news here um uh russell simmons reveals that donald trump said racist and anti-semitic things to him Oh, shit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now he did write an open letter to donald trump a while ago asking him to drop out of the race which of course he didn't um here's the thing though they've been friends for years years right um what this basically says to me is that you let a lot of shit slide until he got close to the two weeks out to the presidency so how do i respect you russell simmons as any type of man that you would call this man a good friend and all this shit that you were doing in the press um even when you were trying to you know get him to stop running you still were referring to this man as your friend your friend that you know has a problem with uh jewish people that has a problem with black people that has a problem with immigrants that has a problem with muslims um that's your friend dog y'all kick it like that and you're only real you really only got a problem with him when he spurned your you know your plea to to drop out now you want to come out and drop this bombshell quote unquote fuck out of here also it ain't a bombshell if i think it's nothing nothing's beyond this man every time he's accused of sexual assault i'm like that par for the course he is at once the least surprising and most surprising candidate for president of all time because there's nothing i can hear about this man that i would go i'm shocked and at the same time there's nothing he does is not shocking you know so you know you coming out now is almost like some coward shit in my opinion you know like where were you at years ago when you could have took a stand in and been like yeah fuck donald trump now now you want to wait till two weeks out when he's very unpopular like like this is the thing that'll stop him from being elected like that's people going well i thought he was very pro-jewish though you know and honestly the people just gonna vote for him they ain't listening to you sir yeah fuck out of here man anyway 
uh jay-z becomes the first rapper nominated for introduction induction into the songwriters hall of fame cool yeah yeah that's one of i can't believe it's it's weird because we're watching rap become the music of a generation and get the respect that it deserves right but it's also so like it was the counterculture all now it's kind of become the culture you know and the staying power of hip-hop is just it's been amazing if you think about it yes because hip-hop out of most genres of music particularly most white genres of music is very very young i don't think people realize how young hip-hop is because most of not all but the majority of the artists that kind of started a lot of it from the ground some of my dad but a good little bit of them are still alive and a lot of us grew up when listening to a lot of hip-hop in its infancy um maybe not as far back as curtis blow but you know listen to it as it changed as it evolved as it uh developed as it matured like all music does um i think that once you start talking about like uh guns and roses and metallica and some of the older older rock dudes they've been doing this shit for a very very long time uh they're considered legends they could always go on tour anytime they want and continually sell out uh and i don't see anything wrong with that eventually hip-hop is going to get to that point too if it's not already like that where no you know the legends or the people that quote-unquote stand stood the test of time will be able to consistently make money and rappers write stuff they should be awarded for writing shit that like rapping is a form of art if you know all these other genre music is a form of art rapping is too and the thing about it when it comes to lyrics particularly when it comes to rap lyrics you have all types of genre music talks about beating women suicide they talk about cutting themselves committing murders getting drunk all getting high all these various different formats but because it got a string of tie to it and it don't it ain't got no bass or because you know somebody's screaming it or whatever format it is presented to you that's all right, right. And, 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 and for some reason rap quote unquote doesn't get the respect because all of a sudden a lot of people don't consider it real music but it is real music and it does deserve the respect and i'm glad he got uh 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 place here because he deserves it now regardless of how you feel about him as I, I don't give a fuck i'm not talking about that right now please right. don't write no letters i don't give a fuck but just talking about out of the respect of just the music itself and the respect of the work that he has put in also uh in order to qualify for this you have to have been in the music industry for 20 years like you have to have a 20 year career which i mean just think about that <laughs> you know like uh when i was coming up i just didn't think hip-hop I, it was so unsure of itself like wow it was something that spoke to me you know as a kid it was one of those things where i was like but what something that is specifically geared towards uh black people at you know at the time i think now it sort of ex- expanded the horizons of what we thought it could do mm-hmm. but um something specifically geared towards um black people it was like well obviously this is a passing fad and that was a big thing i mean it wasn't just white people saying that it was like um our parents Mm -hmm. 
you know like there were there were people like oh well this shit won't be around uh you know i i doubt that people gonna um continue to listen to this all they all they they ain't got no talent all they doing is saying words over a beat right and now you come here where you know i've respected the genre and the art form forever it does it didn't take white people giving it a war for me to do that but it, it is also a milestone to see um song, the songwriters hall of fame you know giving jay a nomination um also it's very rare for uh any artist to have a career this long in story that's true and as the genre of rap grew and developed there was a lot of crossover mm-hmm. there was a lot of everybody because you writing words so everybody writing for everybody so you had different people ghost writing and writing different formats for various different genres of music outside of rap so you know it's one of those things where you earn the respect of being able to write yeah all right um let's see what else we got going but good congrats to jay-z man congrats to jay-z because that's a milestone yeah even having a career that long is just amazing uh cooking with semen class is coming to london but is it just a big publicity stunt hmm is it you guys like a little little semen in your food Mm-mm. taste you gotta hope you don't have any nut allergies because it's in there oh that's right Karen. uh a cooking with semen class is coming to london but it's not as unusual as it sounds class participants will be asked to bring their own or a partner's ejaculate to a secret location in shoreditch where they'll whip up a three-course meal with drinks not as usual unusual as it sounds not as unusual as it sounds karen the class chef will teach attendees how to use semen as a core ingredient in everything from chicken dishes to tipples to amuse booches i don't even know what that is a book called natural harvest by paul fonhauer fonhauer uh actually exist uh filled with a collection of semen based recipes it's currently oh, do, oh so so do we you know because it takes a lot of uh uh semen to produce enough to actually you know marinate so are we taking the semen marinated chopping up some onions putting a little bit of chives in there i mean I you mean, sound very interested in the class before you I was mean, trying to act so disgusted but now I look mean, at all these questions i mean i mean i mean i mean quiet reminds i mean me, I mean, only one I way just, to find out you gotta I go mean, to the class I mean, you want to want me I mean, to sign us up i just i mean i just want to know i mean do 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 we bake a cake and 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 we find out that the secret ingredient to make it is just that little bit of semen on top so, it, it's semen like you're very interested in finding out ah! that's how it's semen to me um so yeah they they use the sperm uh it's a collection of semen based recipes and currently has a four star rating on amazon for the the natural harvest book uh despite claiming it's nutritious with amazing cooking properties it's hard to tell how serious he is about the whole endeavor speaking of san francisco weekly he said he does not put semen in all his food but said it was merely a fun twist so given the proposed london menu is a a puntastic is as puntastic as you'd expect jerk chicken shalong island iced teas are among the items on the menu those that's good good it's unclear just how serious the whole project is listen they keep saying we don't know how serious it is if motherfuckers are eating and drinking the semen it's pretty goddamn serious i don't know another it doesn't get less it doesn't get more serious than here take a piece of my semen like come on now we don't know how serious he could be anyway we drank a jar full of semen it was delicious 
uh and given the press release heavily plugs on new uh new events booking service it may be a bad taste publicity stunt sex expert alex fox uh recruited to promote the event said while this will doubtlessly appall many people some individuals find the idea of consuming such an intimate substance an incredible turn on i guess when you consider that humans regularly consume eggs which is essentially the product of chicken menstruation uh eating a partner's semen doesn't seem quite so round the twist Mm, that ain't the same it is to me you guys are eating little chicken abortions and y'all got the nerve to judge this man for trying do. to feed the world his sperm and they are delicious scrambled with cheese they you don't know that this isn't delicious good. so how do you know that isn't the sperm aroni and cheese ain't good Mm-mm. you don't know that Mm-mm. uh there are some fascinating no, points i of don't want no sperm peta. uh fapti is what it would be called <laughs> uh masturbation and cheese that would be good <laughs> Mm-hmm. can semen be considered vegetarian for example what are the potential health and safety risks she said that the fresher semen the free semen is the better but said that freezing it to preserve it is possible but may affect the flavor and consistency uh <laughs> yes I, I made it myself it's fresh out the uh, oven somebody said beef stroking off <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one yeah that's a, that's a good one uh those interested are asking to register their interest and if more than 30 people apply to class will go ahead and follow the following week so if you can find 30 people that want some uh want some, some sperm uh you guys can can get it done dog so i'm just saying nope karen not a fan all right all right cool uh let's see what else happened um adult websites block some californians access to porn this is basically uh in retaliation to the condom laws that are restrictive to the porn industry in california that they've been passing to which it seems like the truth of the matter is these they want the porn industry out of california which is a big industry over there and you talking about millions of dollars billions of dollars in revenue you know because a lot of people a lot of very wealthy people rent out their homes um i don't know that that's well well some wealthy i don't know if that's true i don't know how okay we don't know the economics of that like these rent out the mansion things i don't know that these are wealthy people doing this i don't know if it's just real estate people doing it some of this shit they don't even know is happening ah okay okay. because it's not like all this stuff has permits and stuff sometimes people just go in a mansion that they rent out and do a whole bunch of fucking and they're not supposed to be doing that in these neighborhoods and shit Ah, so i don't that's that's not what i'm talking about but we do know million dollars of revenue come from you know the advertising the websites the streams um like it's a billion dollar industry testing huh the testing they do you're like there's testing that is an industry there um just for like a public health standard like Mm -hmm. you have to be tested and all this stuff but the point being it's a revenue stream Mm -hmm. but it's quote-unquote shameful and the hypocrisy of america the hypocrisy of people in general is this idea of like we all want to watch porn we all have it on our phones we all see it we all know of it we all have like consumed it at some point but then we're all supposed to feel ashamed of it and whether it's religious reasons or whatever reasons you're supposed to be shamed so it's like this is you know utah's doing it there's this thing of like 
we need to abolish porn if porn didn't exist the world would be better first of all you puritanical motherfuckers that's not true it's human nature it is human nature you can't get rid of it and it'll never be abolished or gotten rid of because the truth of the matter is even people that think oh it's the worst and i don't watch it if they even watch it a little bit you're 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 lying and it's not just because it didn't exist it's because you got horny and you want to see some people fuck you're not like so special or whatever and i don't care about whatever spiritual bullshit you have going on this is completely a human body function your body gets hormones and wants to procreate and it's not feasible to always procreate with another person or it's not you know or procreate at all or you just want to fuck basically um but the point being is this is not some um ridiculous thing and then we in america turn around and look at other nations and we like scoff at the idea of like women walking around in burkas and we scoff at the idea of uh these cultures where you know they're really restrictive on sex and shit yet we are these we have elements of that within our country yes, we do. and it's these elements that are completely trying to figure out ways to like admonish and abolish porn in different ways and i believe with my whole heart that that's what this shit is it's like all the anti-condom laws is mostly them trying to find a way to get this out of their state like um yeah and then in the next few years they'll be crying because they're gonna have such a dip in tax revenue such a dip in all this other shit and yeah it's almost like the the laws here with the lgbtq nobody gives a fuck until they affects their dollar line all of a sudden billions of dollars of tax revenue economies built around this industry all in itself goes to another state and you're going to hear another nearby state like nevada or somewhere else spike in revenue because you ran all your business or you're going to cause these people to go on the ground which means you're going to have less people protected they're not going to be tested increase stds shit that you don't want yeah i i just you know i i don't know man i'm just uh, stupid it's so dumb anyway um so what the the companies did kink.com some other websites what they do is they interrupt your service now it's kind of like what happened with north carolina where x hamster was like if you go to our site it's gonna give a big ass disclaimer like hey there's a law that is on the ballot to be voted for or we're making you aware of these transgender laws so get you know be political this is like against what we stand for and so that's what these sites are doing basically telling people like hey prop 60 or whatever yeah, this shit you clicking on yeah you fuck around and not be able to get access to so it. get your hands off your penis on november 8th or whatever and get and get down to the um the polls, polls. touch that screen but that's yeah. firm in hand we don't give a fuck just vote take your hand off your polls and put your hand on the other polls and go touch that ballot okay touch that ballot good like you touch yourself uh all right let's see what else happened um uh how about uh oh azalea banks um apparently got into an altercation at russell crowe's house this is so surreal i guess russell crowe is still cool with the rizzo from that time they did american gangster okay um so he invited the rizzo over and as his plus one the rizzo brought azalea banks which would immediately get the rizzo tossed off of my guest list uh for any event but white people probably don't know who azalea banks is so mm-hmm. russell crowe didn't know all right uh so basically he kicked her out of his hotel suite when she turned into the plus one from hell and threatened to cut his guests and watch them bleed 
the bizarre incident went down saturday night at russell's room in beverly hills hotel where he invited about 10 people over to have dinner and listen to music one of the guests was the rizza who brought azalea along who uh, seems that russell uh, the rizza was trying to sign azalea banks to something i don't like maybe he has a label or something okay according to eyewitness accounts the trouble started when azalea laughed out loud at russell's music selection and called him and at least one other guest boring white men uh we're told a female guest jumped to russell's defense and suggested banks pipe down instead we're told she made an insane speech and threat to crow in the woman you would love it if it if i broke my glass stabbed you guys in the throat and blood would squirt everywhere like some real tarantino shit then for good measure witnesses say she dropped a few n-bombs yet crow remained surprisingly calm i mean from azalea's past behavior it is very it's not very difficult to imagine it went down something like that azalea um uh so then uh azalea said she reached for her glass cocked it back and russell had enough he grabbed her in a bear hug and carried her out of the suite he then called hotel security who removed her from the grounds azalea posted a different version of events claiming crow called her the n-word choked her threw her out and spit on her I, 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 we're told at least four guests and witnesses gave statements during the investigation that all four used the word erratic to describe azalea's behavior for the record we're told even rizza said she used the n-word not russell yeah no it's it's not like they both the best of people but i'm not trying to be funny i don't believe her yeah she you know it's because just of her track record like yeah she has she has shown that she does erotic shit she does shit for attention you know um she has shown uh, being unstable like she has shown a a track record of this so it's one of these things where uh and you got all these i mean it wasn't up a 10 people in there so you got all these people even the people even the person that invited her was like nah that ain't what happened yeah it's just um the boy who cried wolf type thing with her at this point where she's done so many things where she's been caught either in lies or made up shit um about people or attack people just kind of unwarranted um i i don't know man i hate to be that kind of person but just as someone on the outside looking in it just like she needs some type of help like she's always in some shit like this is like that's the common denominator is her it's kind of like when you had that one dude that's in your crew that maybe you're cool with but every time you go somewhere they do y'all end up in a fight and you realize like it's not with the same people like we go to the basketball court over here it's in a fight we go to this other court it's in a fight we go to the club it's in a fight yo i gotta stop kicking it with you like at some point it doesn't matter how you feel you can explain each and every one this doesn't happen to normal people that they're constantly in these physical altercations you know we covered when she got uh kicked out that club and tried to fight the bouncers and shit and they had it on video and everything like when she and, and she, out on the plane yeah and, and she lied on that that she cussed the dude out on the plane and called him a faggot and all these other things and it was like you know trying and meanwhile she's one of these people that's like uh she'll go on twitter and talk about appropriation and culture stuff and she you know praise beyonce's lemonade and then on monday she's talking about it's the worst thing in the world like is she so sporadic and she's so much it feels like trying to get attention she's like a living you know they have like 
the 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 hell part of tumblr which i don't fuck with which is the like appropriation tumblr where mm-hmm. basically it's people that just look for problematic things and everything mm-hmm. and like they'll like that's their thing that's actually how they get their rocks off like oh rick and morty is problematic so-and-so is problematic this is problematic and it's like you like they're saying things that are obvious to most people like yes almost all comedy has some elements of like that's the joke right yeah the joke is not appropriate we're picking at the fucked up shit in society right but then they'll kind of like go and pick it apart and be like see so when they said this joke this is why this is problematic or whatever right and that's their whole thing but they can do it with anything and that's like a whole nother world on tumblr right yes it is azalea bang is like a living breathing that like where she does fucked up shit and that's supposed to be cool but then when whenever something happens to her quote unquote or she wants people on her side she runs the social media and she's like look guys isn't this fucked up how i got did and it's like is it though because you do a lot of foul shit and i don't trust your word and your version of events because you've been proven to be a liar many times at this point um and she'll do a lot of stuff it's it's almost like she's doing a lot of it's almost like when you're living for the internet like you're living for the followers and the public perception but people can see through you that you're not stable you know and i don't know i don't know enough about her to be diagnosing her or nothing Mm -hmm. but it just seemed like she she needs some type of help and i not some help that i can do anything about a give and anyone but she needs something because it's like this shit happening to you everywhere you go you know um and and also i mean it is rude as fuck you go to somebody's house and you're like just shitting on their music and all it's like well get out then you know and the fact that somebody would be like like you can openly insult this guy someone turns around and says well why don't you get out now you're like you would love if i cut your neck and it's like what the fuck get the fuck out of my house man um at any rate um the rizzo was like yeah uh she she's not um um she 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 fucked up that wasn't on russell that was her right and so she lashed out at him for not defending her basically um so um wu-tang rapper rizzo invited his friend invited his friend larry banks to low-key party eyewitnesses claim all hell broke loose the moment she entered the room friends of, of crow claimed azalea blaffed out loud at russell's music selection and then called him and at least one other guest born white man which you know her prerogative but also you probably got to leave somebody's party when you do that right that's the choice you made they got the right to respond to you too sweetie yeah that's a choice you made you know you're gonna have to get the fuck out normally most people's most people are not gonna let you if you came in my house and was like you boring ass black nigga i'll be like okay, oh, okay well then yeah. it's time for you to go <laughs> yeah, it's time for you to leave the boring ass party right uh sources close to banks tell tmz she's been negotiating the deal to sign with rizza's record label for the past three weeks we told rizza's rep called her this week about closing the deal she made it clear the deal is off rizza who invited her to the party doesn't seem to be losing any sleep over his camp and says she's full of it when it comes to the events in the crown suite and i'm crow suite and she's squarely in the wrong uh she says to recap my night yeah that that shit was over the second rizza was like i will not be dealing with this bullshit all right the re she put on twitter or facebook facebook she said to recap my night i went to a part of russell crow's suite at which he called me a nigger choked me and threw me out and spat at me uh, this is the other thing too uh, not that whether that happened or not 
because i don't know that i would believe she's not the best source anytime someone tells you something like this and they leave out like how it got to that point it's always like okay so what are you pulling you know it would be like if someone said uh hey guys i saw rod from the blackout tips and he punched me in my face and called me a piece of shit you're like what so what happened though like what's the story like i don't think he just ran up to nowhere ran up on a random stranger punched him in the face and did that but but it's like you leave that out because you don't want to talk about how it got there you don't want to talk about like even if it even if it was true what happened you don't want to be like oh yeah when well i i basically had uh punched him in the face first and then he punched me back but hey i didn't why i gotta bring that up right or assaulted him or said something to yeah. him and uh she she doing the thing a lot of people do she was like uh you ain't gonna find me i quit it was like yeah dog like, like her making a yeah. statement talking about it's over of course it was over like but she was like i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna quit it's off yeah she said um uh last night was one of the hardest nights of sleep i've had in a long time the men in the room allowed it to happen i feel terrible today that's another like um twitter thing too i think which not twitter but social media thing now in the new age of like well victims are having their voices heard and people are trying to silence them and we rally behind victims there are people that are the aggressor that will play the victim specifically in these instances to get the support when you've witnessed their behavior before and you're like this does like you know um it's like if um if i said something fucked up and then somebody was like calling me out on it like rod uh what you said was fucked up and 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 you shouldn't have did that you were i don't know you were using uh homophobic slurs to dis this to talk shit about this person you don't like and then i went you're triggering me right now by bringing this up this i was abused as a child and this is reminding me of how my parents talked to me it's like what what the fuck like oh so now you the victim yep you can't you can't talk anything about anything i did because i'm the real victim here and you got to stop it's like well if everyone's the victim then fuck then nobody can say anything right and that's kind of whole purpose of it and also it's the 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 thing is is that in some situations both parties can be wrong yeah and i think to me everybody want to pull out the victim card even when they initiate the shit to get it to this point yeah and you i mean and that's assuming that both parties would be wrong right because i don't know that her behavior or her past indicates that well obviously people are doing her dirty and she's the victim here i don't i don't uh she's one of those people that's kind of exhausted the benefit of the doubt um she apologized to zan malik finally you know the dude she was calling the sand nigger and harassing on social media uh for a long time uh even though he pretty much never said anything to her um she was claiming he stole her instagram pictures and shit and with no proof just like oh look at the way he took this picture this is just like my cover for my album and shit and people are like no it's not and she's like fuck that he's a sand nigger and all these you know very very fucked up shit and um she apologized for her behavior at one point but didn't apologize to him uh and all this shit and so now when you do stuff like that and then you claim to be a victim later on people remind you but what about all the shit that you did why should i believe you and so now she wrote a letter to zan uh apologizing now and and the thing about because of her status on 
social media particularly twitter when she quote unquote goes at somebody it's not just her it's her and all these other people that don't care anything about the truth that's not trying to find out investigate or anything coming Mm -hmm. at you too so it's not just you uh it's not just her Mm -hmm. it's her and everybody else she says dear Zan, there are no words i can fully express how sorry i am recent events have taught me the importance of taking accountability for one's actions i want and need to say i'm sorry i was wrong even this feels like a performance to get people to believe her latest bullshit because then next week and she right. feel like it's gonna be back on the fuck you train right i reached out on twitter to congratulate you on leaving one direction and finding your own path many artists sell their souls to this business and sacrifice their happiness for a career walking away took bravery and strength formidable principles and a powerful sense of self-worth i applaud you for this after my tweets you retweet you tweeted something completely unrelated to me and i mistook it for a personal attack this set me off and i began a reckless and unacceptable rant but every cloud has a silver lining and what happened has taught me not everything is about me and not everything is directed at me thank you for teaching me this It is a lesson that i desperately need to learn she she like kanye west without the talent uh as a black woman in america that's the thing it's it's like (laughs) i don't know your music baby like i don't know anything she's more famous for this than her music at this point which is sad but i mean it's been that way for quite some time at this point and none of this stuff makes people want to listen to your music Mm -hmm. you know like even it's it's to the point now when somebody does suggest like well have you listened to it i'm like why would i like at this point like i don't want to i she's blown any high i would have from her music um as a black woman in america i sometimes forget that there are words and comments that hurt other communities at times i'm so consumed by my own struggle and the struggle of my race that i forget to consider the hardships other minorities continue to endure now here's the thing you specifically used fucked up shit about him and his race not because you forgot it's because you per- you knew it was hurtful it was purposeful that you chose those words you like you don't get to be this is a fucked up apology because you don't get to be the bigger person while being the pettier person like oh i just had forgot because you know it, it would be like if 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 her version of events were true where russell crowe just attacked her and called her a nigger and spit on her it would be like if, if he said you know what as an australian or whatever the fuck he's from i forget sometimes that black women have it tough too and uh you know i just didn't realize that those words were hurtful yes you did that's why you said them uh coming from an ethnicity that is largely discriminated against does not warrant a license to use the derogatory abusive terminology nor does it give me the right to make hurtful remarks i apologize not only to you zan but to all those i hurt and offended i'm not cruel nor am i heartless or vindictive there's a lot of love in my heart and there's a good for my good in my soul what i did was wrong and i'm committed to being a better person zan i think you are enormously talented and pillow talk is an incredible song i wish you success love and happiness in all your personal and professional endeavors throughout my transgression you remain a gentleman and i applaud you for displaying class and maintaining a level head the world could learn a lot from you and i yeah because he just didn't he ignored you basically i like how she tried to it's like rod i appreciate you uh for being so classy oh no i just blocked you i never saw any of this (laughs) and i hope you can find room in your heart to accept my sincere apology yours faithfully azalea banks uh she said i chose this letter to share this letter on social media as i offended not only zan but many other people blah 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 so yeah um yeah she got suspended from twitter and the born and bread festival she got dropped from that uh and i still remember people being like 
it's still it's racist that she got suspended from twitter and so many other people get to stay on twitter and i'm not jumping in front of that bullet y'all got it Y'all, y'all take care of that one yeah. yeah you say fucked up shit people ain't got to do business with you as far as her money she lost people people could be like i don't want to be associated with that and then wouldn't she don't like the the uh the drag race Ru- rupaul's thing and she had, she assaulted them yeah right like, yeah like we all about lgbtq and you saying that fuck shit no you can't participate because then i got to deal with the backlash of your stupidity and she is a toxic person man like she's just not a she's a toxic person there's there's no other way to really state it just some people are just unhealthy to be around and unhealthy to to follow and stuff and i think while people want to support her and her work and stuff you have to look past a lot of shit to to be supportive of her you know good for y'all that do that but you know some i just think something's wrong with her i just leave it like that uh let's see what other news uh we have going on here um oh uh god here we go again uh we took the week off but uh apparently the news didn't really get a lot better um because this is still happening (laughs) yeah uh target who i respect um they have joined up um to to start the fight against um you know against these clowns they are no longer selling clown masks uh amid the creepy clown hysteria they was like we don't want them problems they was like we don't want none of our masks at the scene of the crime you ain't gonna have no receipt to say you bought the shit from here thank you for taking a stand target target don't want them problems uh they will stop selling clown masks amid a report uh a rash of reported clown attacks real and fake that are terrorizing the united states in recent months a company spokesperson said given the current environment we made the decision to remove a variety of clown masks from our assortment both in stores and online uh so they did not clarify monday whether the decision would affect all of its stores but target seemed to have quietly stopped selling clown masks on its website entirely on monday morning searches for clown mask on target.com turned up nothing mm-hmm. links from search engines to clown mask that target previously stocked simply led to a message that said product not available uh good man we gotta we gotta get this these clowns out of the motherfucking uh paint and we can't do that while supplying the clowns you have to take a stand yeah, like you have to do your own makeup you will not be putting on our mask All right so good for you guys uh thank you target this is why you're more classy than walmart ah, and why everything's worth the extra 25 cent that it cost uh, right extra 20 percent, yes yeah to make sure that shopping cart wheels always work <laughs> yes things and like they that they don't, don't make that screeching sound or the one wheel to roll to the left or the one wheel to roll to the right or the wheel the one that got the um uh yarn or some shit caught in the wheel and so it just rolls straight right mm-hmm. we um, see you target all right uh r kelly has a new album out it's called the 12 nights of christmas and you can stream it now Mm-mm. stream <laughs> i think it's called the 12 nights of pissmas honestly <laughs> uh my wish for christmas is track number one i think it should be called my piss for christmas mm. 
snowman should of course be called flow man <laughs> mm-hmm. home for christmas should be of course home for pissmas mm-hmm. mrs santa claus i'm assuming pissmas santa claus um i'm sending you my love for christmas oh what what should, um i'm pissing pissing you yeah. my love for christmas something like that mm-hmm. i'm splashing you my love for christmas something like that uh yeah well i'm not surprised that uh the album already leaked <laughs> not surprised at all um karen you're over there you laughing a lot over there mm, sounds like uh sounds like you're entertained i am <laughs> Mm-hmm. Keeping you, I guess, urine stitches. I am. <laughs> All right, let's move on. This is yellow journalism. I don't mean to oh. do this to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see uh, what else is happening. I feel like there's another. Oh, a matador um, who has one eye. A matador with one eye, okay? he's nicknamed the pirate and he got gored in the same eye by a bull which then stomped on his stomach oh bull's eye (laughs) (laughs) so he already out there with half the sight and was like you know what i'm gonna try this again yeah i guess so bull's feeling a little horny I know the story is bullshit, but I thought I thought I'd continue to talk about it anyway. I'm glad you did. Well, I'm glad he didn't get the other eye. But then yeah. what would they have called him? Blind man? I guess so. Took the devil? Took the bull by the horns to the eye, literally. <laughs> but, uh, no. I guess he just didn't see it coming. Um, his name was Juan Jose Padilla. Oh, did it die? Oh, it is. His name is. His name is. Branded the pirate because his eye patch that he wears. He was lucky to survive after the clash during the El Pilar Feria, uh, at the La Misia Court, wait, Misericordia building. Oh, Bullring, uh, at Zaragoza today. The 43 year old who fell to the floor after being charged by the 100 stone animal held the left side of his face in agony as word officials rushed to help him i wonder if it was a bull rush he lost an eye five years ago was lucky to escape serious injury in may when he was picked up and flown by a bull in madrid yo dog you should probably you're not good at this this is not your lane (laughs) yeah (laughs) like you do a lot of uh you do a lot of almost dying in this motherfucking arena dog <laughs> his latest horrifying clash he appeared to be falling as the bullhorn made contact and the massive animal landed his front foot on his stomach as the matador fell underneath him he was rushed to the hospital after taking a blow close to his eye patch in similar circumstances to the mauling which saw him lose his left eye mm. um, i know I guess, I guess he was blindsided from that one. Ha, ha, ha. But like, your cousin took this, I'm out. Yeah, he didn't see that coming. Mm-mm. 
uh padilla who was known as the cyclone of jerez before he lost his eye was injured in zaragoza when a bull's horn pierced his jaw and came out through his eye Mm -hmm. i know i know how fucking sharp is bull's horns Mm -hmm. i know these bull horns uh, these bull horns are getting cornier but oh that mm -hmm. bull hit him like a bullet Mm -hmm. guess he wasn't ready to go no Mm -mm. uh (laughs) uh i risk everything by making these jokes but i'm gonna keep doing it okay i know this is low brow he underwent he he underwent a life-saving five-hour operation to repair severe damage to his eye bone muscle and skin his face reconstructed with titanium plates and mesh 10 years earlier he suffered a serious back injury but returned to the bull ring gaining a reputation for taking on the most fearsome bulls well not anymore Mm-mm-mm. uh at any rate i know he won't think these bulls are corny no more cornea yeah mm-hmm. cornea no more mm-hmm. <laughs> well i ain't mad at door that joke karen <laughs> tell you that ah, right ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh sure everybody listening to seeing red though <laughs> so, probably probably move on to another area uh all right let's do some uh fucking with black people guys we just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we go around the globe and we find different articles that fuck with us and we assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody oh uh, yeah uh tyler perry says that uh he uh feels like he wants this uh his future Medea subject matter to find a way to talk about police brutality and all those people being shot by police officers through his character there's this theme of faith family and forgiveness in all of them tyler perry the actor and director who is the most commercially successful black filmmaker in history says of his nine Medea films as we sit down to record an episode of hollywood reporters awards chatter podcast no no the 47 year old never has been the subject of much awards chatter and won't be for his latest installment boo a Medea halloween which opened nationwide on friday oh it's already open okay open up this weekend cool but he has a loyal uh a following as any filmmaker working today but that that makes him interesting nonetheless i don't want to just do movies to do movies he continues i like to leave people with something that will lift them in some way or another that makes them laugh and encourages them in some way or the other um so yeah he, he talked about you know wanting medea the character and the movies that 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 he makes about her to some point um kind of involve you know the black lives matter type thing you know uh which um i would love to see you know i actually made a um hashtag today called woke media movies 
on twitter and people were contributing in various ways uh-huh. what did they say i took a picture of medea holding a gun and said medea's like coming this fall medea's life matters mm-hmm. no you're gonna be popping the cop up in them popos my uh my boy uh mike felder in the bleachers said nine one one heller heller <laughs> yes um so people been <laughs> people yes! people been contributing to the hashtag all all morning uh i said um let's see what else we got uh next summer medea pops off on the popo and medea goes back to jail welcome to you back to uh nick ju said diary of a mad black feminist oh that's a good one uh let's see diary of a mad black online activist it just ain't twitter woke movies by fire woke <laughs> media movies fire fire 100 said that uh tyler very presents don't touch media's hair boo <laughs> <laughs> birth of a nana said, oh. said uh, nick ju why did i get married and not hyphenate my my last name Ah, uh uh tyler perry's medias a seat at the table oh i can dismantle systemic systemic racism all by myself (laughs) 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 medea knocks down the glass eliminate yeah daddy uh daddy's little girl is not medea is not daddy's patriarchal property what medea's movie diary of a woke black family uh medea goes to the heart of the carceral state to expose the prison industrial complex (laughs) prison industrial complex don't don't be hate criming said people critic oh uh medea's big happy blended family (laughs) uh let's see uh uh medea boycotts christmas said countail pro um uh let's see i put this year medea fights the power in a medea kwanzaa <laughs> uh, medea goes to ferguson that's a good one i would like to see that one. <laughs> oh man so it was just everybody was just adding them man i can't even say them all but it was it was so fun um uh medea finds it hard to get a job that pays a living wage uh, <laughs> so <laughs> anyway um zero to 100 karen oh that's it no not, not fo- i'm not fucked with um at all and i hope the movie does good and one good thing about all this diversity we don't have to hear about the people hating on the people that want to go see the movie because he quote unquote is the only black director it's so much shit out there now this movie can come out and make his money people are cool like you know normally like a few years ago when he used to come out it would be all across social media people complaining from head to toe you don't hear that this time that's what happens when you get diversity i hope he makes his money too yeah um you know and i think before he had kind of been silent on this or we haven't seen a lot of interviews and stuff with him about it so i think um people are um you know would like to see it but you know you speak um uh you, i guess you speak through your art now other thing is who knows how he feels True. he just said he wants to give an uplifting message it could be one of those like 
let's go hug a police officer messages for all we know you know know. a lot of people see themselves as like bridging some sort of gap like i'm bringing everyone together by saying we should uh just not care about this thing so who knows but if he's gonna use medea to find a way to address it um you know i guess we'll find out what he has to say you know um because on twitter he said this is uh july 8th 2016 killing because we're black is wrong killing because they're in blue is wrong hard to watch hard to hear hard to understand but not hard to pray so you know that kind of lets you know um kind of how he views it because he he's already making a false comparison of like people black lives matter people you know don't don't kill the cops and cops don't kill black people it's like yeah those aren't the same you know one of these things is systemic and happening a lot and the other is you know madmen shooting motherfuckers like we can't be comparing those two things um but so we'll see anyway i feel slightly fucked with uh 25 uh popular youtuber joey salads had a racial social experiment and it got exposed as fake i watched an interview with this dude that he did uh basically what he does is he does quote-unquote social experiments and you may have even seen some of it one of them is a popular gif that floats around that is like a uh a white dude holding the all lives matter sign backing away from a black dude approaching him like he's gonna grab the sign or hit him or something uh people post it sometimes like oh this picture this this is so funny Mm -hmm. uh but it's fake and what he does he hires black people basically uh, some of them for free but for the exposure on his youtube channel to do shit and then he goes this is what black lives matter is this is what black people do it's you know they stay it shows them fucking up uh like police like it'll sell them beating up a car or something for having a trump sticker on it and he'll be like this is how black people are towards white towards white people this is how black people are towards trump supporters and he did an interview where he got exposed as being fake he lied he made up the videos he hired the people um you know it's it's just a uh and people millions of people he's very popular millions of people have shared or commented and stuff on this video as if this affirms how i feel about black people right it's essentially it's racist right <laughs> he was outed by fellow youtubers uh h3 h3 productions i guess he he Productions, uh who posted a video featuring a recording sent to them by a fan which shows the black man featuring in salas video waiting behind the cameras while the youtuber delivers his lines on the camera the recording can be seen below so he's on camera being like i'm out here today so and so and then he pretends later like look at these black people fucking up this car but they're they're not random black people they're his he knows them yeah he absolutely they're they're people he knows one of them's a friend and then that person gets other people now obviously shame on these black people for uh participating in this bullshit and they did it for free too which is even even worse um but yeah then they go out and they destroy the car or whatever and he goes see how they do trump people you see how black people are violent and angry and stuff um and then he later went out and made posting a video explaining why he did had to fake the social experiment which was he said well these things really happen but i couldn't find the circumstances to make them happen so i just uh to record it so i just made it happen 
which validates so many racist people that talk shit about black people and uh the racist people are the real people being attacked and shit it just validates all that shit um but and it's a quick go-to video they can be like see look joey salas knows you know now and then he goes on twitter and he was like putting stuff out like i'm look i guess youtube found another victim this week and they just did me again you know this week is me being the victim being treated this way um like i saw this whole interview with him it's just he's a disgusting person um and a racist and there's no uh there's no way to even if you think it's just for clicks the fact that you would do that for clicks and not something else shows that you're a racist and he was like i just stated it wrong because at the beginning of his videos he said stuff like well black people black people do this black people do that it's never just some it's never even black lives matter which still would be a lie it's always just black people so yeah you're trying to say all black people are angry violent people that uh you know that donald trump is right about and shit and as a trump supporter him and these other people go we're the real victims being attacked by black people so 100 100 100 um let's see what else happened um how about uh here's one uh texan students storm out at the professor says that we're all of african descent descent so of course uh you gotta leave the class after that right uh some texas state university students in dr mcgee's cultural anthropology class left the lecture hall after he said in a lesson that all living people originated in africa as the existing as the exiting white students left the classroom some remaining in class reportedly called them out after uh called out after them black lives matter (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean i came from africa i quit this class i don't want to learn anymore i need a safe space the lecture started out with a message from the professor that today's class will be a lesson on race and it would be particularly interesting so everyone should listen said justin listine lundy 20 the professor began talking about black lives matter movement and how it come it had come about before stating that all living beings descend from east africa it was dead silent lundy said before a student retorted with a sarcastic sure uh, at that point students began to leave the class a few disagreeing students who didn't leave the classroom in a huff stayed behind to argue with each other a lot of people left the classic attendee kareen taylor 19 it was embarrassing lundy said she was pretty sure it was to talk of black lives matter that primed the students to argue and leave mm-hmm. even though mcgee wasn't picking sides or anything he kept reiterating that the african descent component was complete uh descent component uh this was a straw that broke the camel's back she said me in class yesterday watching oh she had posted a picture of walking watching these these, taking pictures of these people leaving the classroom um uh so um mcgee said himself he didn't witness any outright dissent but because the class is so large it's possible that people didn't like the topic and walked out um he is as his credentials uh years of research and uh general expertise would suggest not wrong on the subject the so dubbed out of africa theory is widely accepted as our definitive origins by the scientific community the university of cambridge uh andrea manica uh and his team spent years of research comparing thousands of human skulls as recent as 2007 to prove that yep we all originated solely in africa uh zero to 100 karen oh oh i'm not fuck with it all no no that, uh, that goes to show you how poorly how bad our educational system is 
that it doesn't teach people and that goes to show you how even i learned whenever you go to college it's a lot of bad educational school systems around our country that don't teach or you know particularly if uh children white children came from these spaces where they whitewash history and only teach white history or don't have any black children around and shit like that uh yeah they basically you you the you know uh indirectly teach you that we're superior we're the greatest we're the best and white is right and when you go to college it challenges those things and people don't want to hear that when they step into college um yeah i i'll say zero well i'm a little fucked with by the people leaving the class i guess so i'll say 25 uh hillary clinton's campaign has more black women than any presidential campaign in history i believe that because that's the only way you're gonna win yeah um shout out to all the people that um when i posted this article got mad i had to block a few people um and they weren't white racist people they were black people that just are anti-hillary mostly because most of them are just misogynistic but um that were anti-hillary to the point of erasing black women's work i won't do that i won't do that i will not be participant in that you can be anti-hillary if you want to uh, but the same way the Obama White House was run by black women, um, many black women, Valerie Jarrett, Loretta Lynch, um, shit, uh, Ev- I think it was Evan did a whole article on the, it was like these, I forget, it was like 29 or something, black women and their roles in the White House, you know, for people that want to talk about um, the White House and Obama's lack of loyalty and all this shit, um, look, the office is the office, I don't think anybody can take that office that um is basically on the same tangent as like activists and shit i don't think it's possible uh, for our country to let that happen but uh as far as loyalty loyalty to uh black people um via who the staff and the things and the positions that they take um they have been really good they've been better than others i'll put it that way i don't know what the ceiling is for the quote-unquote pro-black white house i don't know what the feasible thing is like i you know people want him to like defund the police or not renew uh contracts with with prisons and shit i don't know what the feasibility is for that and a lot of the stuff with obama i didn't know until he did it like there's certain things where you're like oh okay we can have a my brother's keeper program or we can have um you know these pardons um Mm -hmm at such a high clip you know things like you know the the reduction of drug laws and stuff and you know like these are things that we're watching him do uh that impact our community but so many other how white houses have not um but at the same time you know people want to keep pushing towards these other goals that's fine as well here's the thing you're voting for hillary clinton you're not voting for a black woman so if your thing is she's still a white woman yeah no shit you can see the obvious we all can um and i'm so glad we already early voted because now you can leave me the fuck alone about it like first day i was like so yeah i get off road let's get this shit over with early voted got free sprinkles from ben and jerry's we good y'all you know argue amongst yourselves but um it was funny because i posted this article and people were really like these hillary clinton bots this is not a uh you know whatever hillary clinton stands this is not and one i didn't even say anything about it being you know so great for hillary clinton um i actually didn't compliment or praise her in any way not that i wouldn't have but i didn't 
uh all i did was post a link to an article and i was like oh black women are running this campaign which is kicking trump's ass and i put like the uh emoji when you paint your fingernails and it was like this person was like this is not a uh a landmark for black feminism to work for a white woman i'm like shut the fuck up right. i one i didn't say that number one let's just start with there which is a thing that happens on twitter a lot people can't confront your actual words they don't ask for clarification um they simply uh say shit they just go on a tangent that has nothing to do with what you said mm-hmm. then the other thing was somebody was like well i said the obama white house you know uh the uh, also has a lot of black women or whatever it's like black women get abandoned the same way obama did i said no he didn't um those women black women have positions in his in, in his white house like this is not you know and i'm not talking like head of cleaning dishes you know not that there's any shame to that but um, like valerie jared's not just somebody just a motherfucker and so right. so i was just like he was like i said that's not true and they went you sure about that i'm like motherfucker google like just google like stop like motherfuckers are so anti-hillary at this point they have lost the ability to reason it is not like these there's it's no longer based on rational beliefs Mm -mm. this idea that somehow she's gonna win office and then abandon black people want or black women specifically it's two it's two reasons i don't believe that's gonna happen number one black women represent the most powerful voting block in the democratic party period like there's just no like they have basically humbled and bowed these candidates to talking about them these issues are things that candidates normally didn't have to talk about and i think what's happening a lot is an age gap thing where we're watching black people that have never voted for another president other than barack obama in a lot of cases because they're young black people right and they're now having that moment of uh uh it's like a realization that i'm no longer gonna vote for someone that i can look at and 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 tell that their their experience in life mirrors mine that i that there's an implicit level of trust which i'm not saying is earned and i'm not saying is warranted right but there's an implicit level of trust that is giving to a given to a lot of other black people as long as they're not completely toxic where you're like oh barack obama his black wife his black children his this guy lives a black experience i want to vote for him and i feel like new session okay okay i feel like he'll um kind of get um uh give me one second guys i gotta create a new session for this thing um you guys go listen to this while i'm doing this come on you could do me this one solid what would you rather i go out and rob some elderly person steal Either way, I'm going to get high. Look, I really hate having to resort to knocking elderly people in the head for their money. But I'll do it. I'll do it. You know I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. You know I'll do it. I like getting high. Uh, I'm a crackhead. I like to get high. I'm a my brother yeah yo bill not doing this anymore all right um so we should be back live again i just sent you the invite to get on screen again uh sorry about that guys lost track of the time uh but the session is back up um yeah so 
uh i forgot where i was at um yeah but oh yeah this i think it for a large extent this is young black people vo- voting for a white person finally for the first time versus yeah. us we're older mm-hmm. everybody we, before barack Obama, i think the very first presidency i voted for was bill clinton bill clinton's second term same here right. here's the other thing that i think is being slept on in this it's not just that they're voting for a white person they have no idea that they're actually voting for a white person that's actually not milk toast on race like like comparatively obviously compared to other people compared right? to michelle obama and barack obama and all these other like yes she's never gonna meet that expectation but compared to like al gore he never talked about race in his platform he didn't have to it's not an issue brought up not that it wasn't an issue to black people it was not risen to the level of importance that it was a presidential topic um you know for people that complain about the clintons and shit um these were not issues that were brought up in any presidential campaign until really now and you know um george w bush didn't have to campaign and talk about how he let black people down it was just an expectation and because shit was never catered to brown people lgbtq nobody talked about you know these issues particularly with well lg no lgbtq stuff has come up that has come up gay marriage was an issue in several campaigns before this bill clinton the don't ask don't tell um like this is th- like things okay, okay. like this the specific I'm, I'm being specific to black shit specific okay. that has not really been an issue on the way that it was has been an issue as of late True. like there's been a what are we gonna do about crime in the community thing there's been a but this policing of black people thing like even after That's rodney true. king right. i don't remember the president having to give a fucking like let me go address the nation or whatever or you know like it just shit was way different this is because black women black women have brought these issues to the forefront this has not really been black men um that have been able to do this this you know and it's that's why there are many black women in her campaign um that are she has working on her campaign um i would be shocked if black women aren't working in some capacity within this white house i'm not sure that they'll be working as much as uh barack obama has had black women working in the, in, in the white house but we'll see because i don't think she can afford to leave them behind because she won't be reelected. and i think she wants mm-hmm. to be an eight-year president mm-hmm. um I, I don't think you can rely on the republicans to basically uh punt the fucking presidential election by selecting another idiot in four years i mean we'll see but um i really wonder um like i really think the distrust of her which in large part is because she's a woman um i really think the distrust of her has gone so far that black people are having like certain black people are having like a woke off and a lot of these black people sound the same as black republicans to me where it's like i'm so liberal that i hate the majority of black people in their political positions it's like well you're just as fucked up as i'm so conservative i hate black people i I still feel that anti-blackness coming off of you and you wonder why i don't want to party up with you or whatever because you feel like you're so sanctimonious that i can't really have a, a a discussion with you like we can't even really because because you're you're you have no solutions you have no right choices you know i'm okay with your protest vote i don't say well you know gary johnson doesn't know what fucking country we're in and jill stein couldn't find a nigga to put in her juneteenth picture but yet you going over there running to to the different white person as the solution 
and getting mad at me for for going with this white person that is beholden to the black community in order to even be elected they like she can't not serve us to a certain extent because she won't be reelected and she wouldn't win this election if her campaign was on some like man fuck black people shit um we've seen the map anything other than people of color which mostly means you know like i said black women in this vote uh it the states look red as fuck dog you've seen the map you once you include women of color into the map it's all of a sudden it's like okay yep the you know because if you just put men the trump wins trump this is not just anyone trump wins if you just put white people if you just put it's only when you put people of color do you see all those states turn to black turn to blue and that's because that's that's mostly women of color aka black women that vote democratic at a high clip because they're extremely loyal to the democratic party um when looking at our options you know so it's funny to see um people kind of come down on this as bad news or to in my opinion erase these black women's work which is probably the most insulting part of it is that these black women have because in my opinion selling hillary clinton to the black community is a very uphill battle yes sir the fact that they've been able to do it at this clip despite uh basically selling the clintons in spite of themselves is is masterful work it's masterful work especially bill clinton bill clinton's still proud of his fucking prison reform thing he still wants to explain why his crime bill worked like he still wants to explain that and they've had to deal with his disastrous uh statements they've had to deal that like it's not like it's been an easy climb for them you know they've had to deal with hillary posting out her uh some a couple of her tweets where it's just like you're like oh that that that's that that's not gonna go over well with black people like I, these are not perfect people and they're but these black women are basically pitching them to america in as look this is the best of the crop okay and we're gonna find a way and you look at especially as the campaign has gone on and on you look at some of her 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 one-liners in her speeches some of her tweets some are like this this is a well-oiled machine here and that is because black women are doing that work and i want to rest erase their excellent work just because you don't like hillary clinton that's fucking stupid in my opinion you know it's completely fine to be like well i still don't like hillary clinton as a candidate or i still feel like she can do this that or other whatever you know but to then turn around to the point where you're like and fuck these black women basically nah not with you but uh yeah congratulations to those uh black women for uh you know getting this campaign in formation man and if they win that's a victory that it'll be once again black women saving this country from themselves um at the ballot box honestly because a lot of people would vote against their own interests just to not vote for a woman um because people are that silly you know and and i and for the record i feel i empathize with these young voters who've never voted for al gore or a um or um a john Kerry, because those are two candidates where i went yeah i'm not excited about pulling this lever but i don't want george w bush in office right you've never experienced that you know what i mean a lot of black like those george w bush was the president of their childhood and then now barack obama's been the president of some of their adulthood and then it's like now we're back back to normal back to plain plain bread you know what i mean 
um so anyway uh zero to a hundred i don't feel fuck with it all by black women working on this campaign it's not like the article said donald trump has black women working on his campaign you know because then i'll be like what are y'all doing over right. there yeah, but like 100. what did you do to even get the position all right uh all right uh let's see is there any more of these um oh the dude who shot at george zimmerman got 20 years uh prison term yeah i guess it wasn't staying your ground that time in lake mary florida um but yep 20 years guys 20 years in prison gotta put something on his book somebody start a kickstarter go find me something mm-hmm. uh zero to 100 oh they got 100 he can get, he can get all yeah we need to make sure he get all the cinnamon buns yeah that's a definitely 100 for and me. the ramen noodles uh, a woman is facing hate crimes uh charges following her racist tirade at a chicago festival now this is that woman that they had on tape basically in a, like a video where she was like calling people nigger and shit like this and she i don't care if you got me on tape and she had like a couple black people in the background that kind of had her back i guess i don't know what those black people were thinking uh well 26 year old jessica sanders is facing two felony hate crime charges following the july incident and when she repeatedly screamed the n-word at a black man and his wife it happened at the chicago margarita festival footage of the incident went viral back in august uh let me see if i can play the video um ain't this the one where they recorded her and the people's car what's your call let's say it again she hit the camera not your phone so if i hit her what happens to me what happens to me what happens to me she knocked my phone out of my hand she calling me a nigga Y'all gonna let this happen. What type of people are y'all? You don't know me, man. I'm gonna... We don't bother, don't bother. You're acting like a nigga. You act. Keep saying. Keep saying. What did you call my wife? Give me your name, too. Give me your name. Oh, she spit on him? Say what? Did you call the nigga, Wiggle? What's. Alright, that's some dude on yeah, youtube adding editorials yeah. anyway uh say what who's she calling a nigga bitch you must be crazy like I, <laughs> like all right all right youtube editorial guy we got it we got it yeah we got it we don't like her either we get it uh anyway uh she was arrested on a warrant uh last wednesday sanders also faces two misdemeanor counts of battery making physical contact for spitting on a man while he was filming so yeah uh shout out to her black friends who apparently were cool with that she must have paid for the tickets i don't know how that works she must have zero to a hundred karen oh yeah a hundred for her a hundred for her a hundred as well for me uh all right um let's see i guess we need to get into a different section to start to start to get some of this uh nasty negative stuff off of us let me see what do i got here for my palate cleanser um <laughs> uh mm, nope nope I'm trying to find some good white people music and um oh wait maybe i got something on this playlist i've we've gone too long i've lost my where i put my white people music um oh wait white people probably love this song right (laughs) 
morrison whatever happened to him i don't know all right white people news that was quick demi lovato goes back to brown less than a week after debuting her new blonde look that's right they say blondes have much more fun but demi lovato clearly didn't enjoy being one too much the 24 year old has returned to her natural brunette less than a week after debuting her lighter look Mm. wow Mm. wow in a week this is the rocking the white the white world uh she captioned on instagram back to brown on friday night with an unashamed laughing emoji again all right what is going on with the sound here guys it's auto tuning out all right it was it was good for like a second i guess when we came back and y'all heard that music (sighs) let me refresh let you guys let you guys deal with this Mm-mm-mm. i'm blacker than the ace of spades and more militant than you and your whole damn army put together and while you out there chanting at rallies and browbeating politicians i'm taking out any money front sucker on a hummel that gets in my way so i tell you what when your so-called revolution starts you call me and i'll be right down front showing you how it's done but until then you need to shut the fuck up when grown folks is talking all right um so yeah she's back to brown um it only lasted for about a week she has two 125.4 million social media followers she announced herself last week blondie the cool for summer crooner certainly surprised her loyal love addicts uh with her new lighter look uh along with mismatched hair extensions um demi who relies on hairstylist david babay uh sported fully contoured makeup as well as a political sweatshirt emblazoned with the phrase let's be friends it's not the first time the former disney channel starlet has become a bottle blonde as she bleached her mane in 2012 and again in 2013 at la901 salon uh it's not uh uncommon for people to chop or dye their hair following a big breakup mm, okay and in Lovato, Lovato's case, she broke up with Vilmer Vadarama. Um, so, you know, she had to switch up her hair. You know, this is, you know, pretty major, major news. Um, whenever you have a big breakup like that, you know, a lot of people can't help themselves. Um, the Zoolander 2 actress shocked her fans yet again October 4th when she announced she would be taking a career hiatus beginning next year. So you know she announced a breakup then she's gonna take some time off her career uh i mean it's a lot it's a lot of pressure and sometimes you have to bleach your hair uh you know turn your hair a different color in, in order to fix it so you know i can't blame her at all um all right so let's see what else happened in white people news um oh Anne hathaway is in white people news um let's see uh ann hathaway it got an oscar and she said on her oscar win i tried to pretend that i was happy i tried to pretend it's an obvious thing you win an oscar you're supposed to be happy i didn't feel that way ann hathaway reflected back on her 2013 oscar win in a recent interview revealing that she was actually pretty unhappy when she made her famous it came true speech well i guess that's acting she was acting when she gave a speech it felt very uncomfortable hathaway said i kind of lost my mind during that movie and it hadn't come back yet she won best supporting actress uh for her role in fantine as fantine fantine uh in les miserables 
she researched <laughs> prostitution for the part and also went through physical changes like losing weight and cutting off her hair when i had to stand up in front of people and feel something i didn't feel which is uncomplicated happiness it's an obvious thing you win an oscar you're supposed to be happy i didn't feel that way she even felt guilty about wearing her pink prada gown at the event i felt wrong that i was standing there in a gown that cost more than some people are going to see in their lifetime and winning an award for portraying pain that still felt very much a part of our collective experience as human beings oh so she got touched with empathy and sympathy huh uh i guess playing this role showed her that um she was somehow um that prostitution was bad and people in the world are poor no shit so she couldn't feel um happy as other people life sucked that she won this oscar so good for her being a great person shout out to ann hathaway um james wood apparently is super petty super super petty uh, i guess he's just like his character on uh family guy a horrible person ah uh he gloated over uh over his the death of his twitter nemesis who he sued for 10 million dollars after the anonymous user called him a cocaine addict uh who does he play on family guy james woods oh my bad uh yeah he plays himself on family guy okay okay so i thought it was somebody else i'm saying well who does he play yeah uh he filed a lawsuit for 10 million dollars against a twitter troll who said that he was a cocaine addict uh and identify only as abe list for um defamation on thursday after learning the anonymous user died he tweeted the slime who libeled me just dropped his appeal contesting my victorious slap motion uh s-l-a-p-p which i think stands for something about like basically you libeled my name um, oh yeah so this is the dude that says "Ooh, a piece of candy because that was somebody yeah, said okay yes <laughs> um perennial loser at lisa bloom isn't yapping so much now he said lisa bloom who was the attorney for the person that died replied hi james as you surely know my client died have a nice day and stay classy duh um so stay classy my friend yeah woods reportedly responded to a tweet that he later deleted according to star tribune uh hopefully when she said you know that my client died he said hopefully screaming my name in agony uh referring to the death of the person he was suing uh the tweet was preserved by another twitter user according to the tribune when the slime who libeled me retained a diet guru at lisa bloom and a guy who calls himself at pope hat i felt pretty good about the lawsuit he wrote um so yeah and he said screaming my name i hope learn this libel me i'll sue you if you die i'll follow you to the bowels of hell get it uh he told bloom to keep losing adding that there was no doubt her client is in a better place after having spent time listening to her i mistakenly tweeted your name dear at lisa Loeb, who he accidentally tweeted her name i mistakenly tweeted your name if i could have the honor to take you to dinner and apologize to the person i would be honored at least hello so sorry i had an auto spell snafu and your name mistakenly in my tweet i adore you and i'm so sorry for the mistake not at least a low typo lisa bloom the perennial loser loudmouth diet guru masquerading as an attorney she lost to my lawyers once again uh at lisa bloom having spent time listening to you he's no doubt in a better place keep losing dear at lisa bloom and how classy of you dear to announce his death on at twitter slinking into the spotlight as his family's expense hashtag lovely um so 
well he's a uh, real james woods apparently a menace on twitter he uh tweeted usa today app features bruce jenner's latest dress selection but makes zero mention of planned parenthood baby parts market so he's a super republican so that's why he's in your white people news mm-hmm. and super petty apparently apparently so petty mm-hmm. on fleek mm-hmm. ashley simpson uh who you may know from lip syncing on saturday night live and being jessica simpson's sister mm-hmm. um she cut a chic figure in a shaggy pink coat and silk skirt as she enjoyed a casual date night with her husband evan ross she recently celebrated her 32nd birthday with a night out on hollywood and on friday evening the party seemed to continue for ashley simpson who enjoyed a romantic meal with her husband evan ross at celebrity hotspots catch in west hollywood all right the pieces of me hit maker show major bohemian flair pairing a black satin skirt with a shaggy beige coat mm. <laughs> now this has to be seen to be believed okay so i might have to put this on the screen share and see if i can show you guys uh what ashley was was up to um when she hit the town i'm sure you guys are sitting on pins and needles uh in the chat room <laughs> to to see this one uh which i don't blame you you know she's uh you don't blame us you probably have forgotten what she looks like you know which makes sense uh all right let me scroll down to her outfit um that's her right there um stepping out on friday evening as you can see Mm -hmm. pink fur coat of a black dress i like her shoes though Mm -hmm. yeah uh playing a simple makeup game she opted for the lightest dusting of blush and a bit of pink lippy which brought out the pink hues of her coat uh the younger sister of singer jessica jones uh, simpson ashley showed her independence and free spirit with a beaded hairpiece that seemed to take inspiration from native american culture you don't put that evil on her y'all gonna get her in trouble you appropriate motherfucker watch ashley seems to have found her sartorial soulmate and husband evan who gave her the run her a run for her money in the quirkiness stakes slipping into brogues with leather fringe loose fitting trousers a stripy top and wide brimmed hat okay i guess that's a i I guess that's a pretty eccentric ensemble apparently so uh the pair who welcomed baby girl jagger so into (laughs) into the world in july 2015 held hands as they entered snow long lost cousin jagger snow yeah Mm -hmm. john she wanted the snows she a bastard uh as they entered and exited the restaurant showing just how tight their marriage of two years remains they weren't the only celebrities enjoying catch the menu includes ten dollar tequila tequila watermelon oyster shooters and eighty nine dollar cantonese lobsters former destiny child singer kelly Rowland also showed up and turned out oh yeah she made the she made the news this week too because she went out brawless uh mm-hmm. kelly Rowland. yeah i saw oh, i posted I that on my t- facebook yeah did, did she get boobs yeah she got mm-hmm. breast surgery that's what i'm talking about people always get so mad when i post those on facebook it's always like these journalists have nothing to do it's like yo kelly Rowland probably called them was like take some pictures of my titties like it's like a symbiotic relationship it's not like don't yeah, I, don't be a, a sucker i've invested a few thousand dollars in these yes i will show yeah them people don't follow kelly Rowland around everywhere she goes she's not that famous like some of this shit i understand 
kim kardashian kanye west beyonce like those are people that are probably like please paparazzi leave me the fuck alone but there's a whole nother level of celebrity that ashley fucking simpson you wouldn't know what ashley simpson was up to Mm -hmm. unless she either called or went somewhere where she knew paparazzi would be that's the only way to stay relevant if you're ashley simpson so like you know but it's so funny people get so fucking mad i'm like yeah and the only the most interesting thing you can do is pull them titties out like it ain't like you want if you just wore a sensible top nobody's gonna like sometimes they write about that most of the time they do not it's like so-and-so went out in a jogging suit and people were like oh god yeah but a jogging suit with nipples showing we there for that right so anyway congratulations kelly rolling on being back in the news with them titties out mm-hmm. ain't nothing wrong with that i ain't mad at all stop judging everybody mm-hmm. that's what i say mm-hmm. if i if i invested that much money in my titties they be shining too mm-hmm she uh well your titties be shining anyway but <laughs> she 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 definitely wanted to get them nipples out there and that's uh, that's okay too guys no complaints feel like a lot of y'all be judging ain't that the truth uh all right now that is time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that is time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read to play news articles all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen in the chat room to guess the race and of course you guys are all racist all right um today's guest the race is brought to you by bevel bevel of course is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse hair and curly skin wait coarse wait people with coarse hair coarse curly hair and sensitive skin <laughs> coarse hair and curly skin ah, what would curly skin even look like anyway huh, i don't know <laughs> uh, anyway uh bevel is trying to help you get clearer smoother skin um by you know supporting uh your face okay your face is i i didn't want to be the one to tell you but your face needs some work okay guys sometimes your your, your face ain't beat to the gods yeah yeah, it's not beat to the gods it's like you got beat up but bevel's trying to help you i thought it meant at first yeah bevel's trying to help you guys there's no reason to to fear um they basically are saying go to get bevel.com slash tbgwt and they're gonna give you your first month free okay no more 20 percent off they're not fucking around okay it's almost christmas time it's time to start thinking about all of your fathers and your uncles they say we don't have no black men in our lives that's bullshit but show them you appreciate them okay they're tired of getting your little shitty socks and ties and stuff that they're never gonna wear okay that's there's only so many times you get somebody a shirt and expect them to be appreciative of it it's oh look oh t-shirts thanks but treating their skin with the luxury that it deserves now that is why you my favorite niece nephew uh whatever so go to getbevel.com slash tbgwt get your first month free okay do that let's get into the system all right um here's one apparently a baby got choked um oh god no no not again a baby got choked yeah hold on now i gotta pause it because we gotta re- uh, refresh have a sound issues in the chat mm-hmm. uh so what you gonna do about this right here what you gonna do about this? what you gonna do about the bible homeboy what you gonna are you gonna call this a bigot 
Are you going to call this dangerous? Well, if you do call this and me dangerous, yes, sir, we are dangerous. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, hopefully I'll come back up in a second here, guys. <laughs> All right, I should be, I'll see everything on screen. I should be back on now, maybe. Yeah, I think it's the computer doing that. All right, there we go. All right, so here's uh, the news article priest removed from the pulpit is now sitting in a kansas jail he's been accused of trying to choke a four-month-old baby news <gasps> 12 new jersey's christina bear has more on this troubling story and the news basically leaving this community in shock 54 year old ole zalnurik is accused of choking that baby at a walmart in kansas this is where he served for about 13 years more than a decade here police say zalnurik randomly approached a woman at a checkout aisle in Walmart on Wednesday and began to pick up her four-month-old baby girl and started shaking her and choking her. The mother then started screaming. Bystanders came to her aid and restrained him. Why Zonervik was even in Kansas in the first place remains to be seen. That's being investigated. We spoke to the vice president of the church association off camera. He said that Zonervik never had any issues at the church until last year when he was removed here for a drinking problem. I don't know if he's under the influence of drugs or alcohol or his mental uh, state. I'm just flabbergasted. I just can't believe people treat each other like that. I can't imagine something happening like that. And I don't know why people are thinking that they can do stuff like that. He was tested for drugs and alcohol. That information has not been released, but he has been charged with felony aggravated battery and misdemeanor battery. He's due in court later this afternoon in Kansas and is being held on a $100,000 bond. In Clifton, Christina Bear, News 12, New Jersey. Christina, thanks so much. All right, Karen. Guess the rights of this uh, priest, uh, Ole Zahonovich. Ole. Ole. O-L-E-H. Spanish. Spanish. All right. All right. Let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe. Making America Great Again White. Baby Batter White, says E-V-E. Um, all right. Got the, um, white would be Brexited out of the UK, but white. Ha, 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 ha. His blood type is vodka, white. <laughs> the correct answer is, and uh, Karen, mm -hmm. you got this way, way wrong. His goddamn name is Ole. But that's not how you spell it in Spanish. Oh. So. <laughs> he was white. He was a white man. <laughs> Everybody that guessed white, everyone in the chat room guessed white care got it wrong <laughs> i like that they were examining his motivations because it was like it's not like it's no reason to punch a baby you know they were like <laughs> what could his motivations be like there's a reason like <laughs> there's a reason for a four month old come on maybe that baby shouldn't have been talking shit like, maybe that baby should have been crying they were just gonna end it like and that baby was azalea banks and everybody's like oh, oh okay yep no. gotta choke mm -hmm. gotta choke a baby sometimes mm -hmm. no no yeah you know baby azalea banks could get choked out that's the you know no. it's a sad sad reality of the world we live in 
i don't have his picture but that's a screen cap from the video in the chat he's a white man yes he is all right let's go to the next story um see if karen's any better at this <laughs> oh, terrible at this i told y'all mm-hmm mm-hmm a grandmother was busted for trying to smuggle five hundred thousand dollars worth of cocaine 63 year old cheryl cheatham that's a lot mm-hmm a phoenix arizona grandmother who regularly babysits her three grandchildren is accused of trying to fly across the country with over a half a million dollars worth of cocaine God and damn. two pieces of luggage cheatham cheatham oh, the, the way the tsa tested she thought she was gonna get through that cheatham flew from las vegas to detroit in delta flight 1979 when officials noticed her around 5:39 a.m taking custody of two large suitcases at baggage claim police became suspicious when she appeared to not recognize the bags las vegas is known to be a source uh, a source city in which illegal narcotics such as cocaine and heroin are flown into detroit Shit. authorities monitored cheatham as she stood at the metro car stand along outside of the airport making sure she was not followed before entering a cab 10 to 15 minutes later the cab then took her to the western hotel where instead of checking into the hotel she got into a chauffeured suv that is when police stopped her a canine alerted them to the drugs in the vehicle that's where the police found 17 kilograms of cocaine that she was smuggling in two luggages uh she said she wanted to call her daughter but when she was given the phone she had in her possession she called someone in her contacts known as lover boy mm. cocaine granny remains in detroit jail for now granny. right um uh she was charged with possession with intent to distribute cocaine she is facing 10 years behind bars authorities still don't know who lover boy is this wouldn't be a first bout with the law however cheatham was convicted of transporting and selling controlled substances in 1986 and arrested for importing the controlled substances in 1972 hey, hey. so, yeah she's been she, doing this for a long time she's been moving she, she got the keys 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 she got the keys 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 mm-hmm. the bulk of her rap sheet comes between the ages of 40 and 50 however 40 and 50 oh she went till she got old yeah so she was she was out here on these streets mm-hmm mm-hmm yep sometimes lover boy got you doing that doing doing that stuff you know a little something strange out here uh try to keep keep a man happy you know they say all new tonight at 10 a judge ordering a phoenix grandmother locked up she's accused of flying across the country with a half million dollars worth of cocaine abc 15's john erickson is live and john her lawyer says she does a lot of babysitting in phoenix her lawyer says she babysits her three grandchildren, but the work she's accused of doing now, Stephanie, is carrying individual bags of cocaine to Detroit. She could go to prison now for 10 years. That jail is in Detroit. That city is where 63-year-old Cheryl Cheatham is accused of flying with almost $600,000 worth of cocaine. Federal court paperwork says she flew from Las Vegas to Detroit, landed Friday. Authorities ended up pulling her over. That's when police allegedly found the drugs. They got more suspicious when she made her phone call. Here's the prosecutor. She said she wanted to call her daughter. Uh, When she was given the phone that she had in her possession and she wanted to call her daughter, she went to a contact and her phone listed as lover boy. That in and of itself also raised suspicion for the officers when they saw a daughter's contact of lover boy. We never learned who Loverboy really is. Her lawyer says she's sick and should be let go to come home to Phoenix. The prosecutor says she wasn't sick enough to stay home in the first place. Got on a plane in Las Vegas. Ah! 
flew to the city of Detroit with 17 kilograms of cocaine in her luggage. The judge decided no, she stays in jail for now. The prosecutor says as this grandmother grew older, her rap sheet grew right with her. Most of her convictions are clustered when she is in her uh, late 40s and uh, at the age of 50. So this isn't an instance or an individual standing before you where you can say, perhaps we can chuck this up to youth and immaturity. If she does get home, she might be in more trouble. The prosecutor says she's wanted here in the valley, too. And we tried to reach the daughter for comment at the family home here in West Phoenix. We never heard back. Back to you. John, thank you. Grandma done got caught smuggling them things again. Karen, guess the race. White. Karen's going with white for, what was her name? Cheryl Cheatham. All right. Let's see what the chat room believes. Um, Make America Great Again White. Oh, wait. Is this an old one? Uh, okay, hold on. 42 pounds of Coke. Black is my grandma. Aww. White lady. Ches- cheesecake wasn't enough for this golden girl. White lady. White lines. Grab them by the pussy white. Peak whiteness. Ah. She has some legit smuggling protocols. White. Well, the correct answer will blow your mind because she is black. What are you saying? Oh, that shit and she ain't locked up. She, I don't know. She must have been locked up a long time ago. She back on these streets now. Anyway, anyone guess black? uh y'all want to see what she looks like mm-hmm. all right let's see what the uh what the uh smuggling grammy granny looks like um let me know when her picture shows up but that's her right there granny yeah yo ah, ah we see her you see her yes mm-hmm school that is a grandma mm, you have no she babysit most of the time you have no idea that ain't baby powder don't y'all sniff none of that baby powder okay that that baby powder ain't for the babies that's for my baby lover boy whoever the hell lover boy is come around here lover boy get you some mm-hmm. uh lover boy got us moving them moving that weight uh all right uh let's go to the bonus round guys what's bonus round music double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right bonus round against the race so far karen is zero for two so things are back to normal yes there is i was on the swing it's the it's the bonus round will she go oh for three today let's see we're about to see y'all all right um uh police say a 73 year old harrison man beat his 48 year old wife after she accused him of having an affair with her sister luther leon hughes uh is charged with aggravated assault and aggravated kidnapping in the incident late saturday night deputies were called to an apartment where dorothy hughes said she was retreated after the incident at the allen cove marina on flamingo lane police say uh hughes mrs hughes was upset 
and visibly shaking she had a number of marks on her face arms back and neck she said the couple began to have marital problems after her husband had cheated on her with her sister there was an argument on the family's 40 foot sea ray satori uh she said her um husband began choking her while telling her he was going to kill her she said she uh also he also pinned her down on a wooden table and assaulted her hugh said his wife threw things at him during the incident uh so guess the race uh what was his name luther leon luther leon Luther Leon hughes guess the race black and a sea ray is a 40 foot yacht by the way oh it is yes 40 foot sea ray the leon lonnie love i'm still going black all right let's check the chat room see what they believe all my dudes named luther and leon are all niggas uh five heartbeats black so black his house wasn't a home black (laughs) well you know what man um it's never too much all right guys uh that name comes with hypertension and warrants black uh white says sparger uh he sounds like he sells pit bulls (laughs) (laughs) oh luther leon sound like he sells pit bulls man oh my god y'all motherfuckers uh um well uh the correct answer is actually you guys okay luther leon was hughes okay beater of women was a white man he was white told me but i was like fuck it niggas got money too and of course uh sparger you're the only person got it right <laughs> 40 foot yacht dead giveaway dead giveaway <laughs> um <laughs> who named that man uh i don't know i don't know uh and let me put his picture in the chat here uh, her name was Dorothy. they both sound like old black people mm-hmm wonder what the sister's name was latoya i know come on yeah you don't get in that yacht club if you're black normally it's kind of difficult to get that yacht money um all right and uh that's him luther leon hughes put his picture up there for you guys um karen you let me know when it shows up mm-hmm. um mm-hmm, it's up there or you no, oh no, you'll let, let me you know. know okay yeah. cool no, uh I yeah but you know he's a super white dude you know but at least now he'll be going to jail you know here and now it's up there <laughs> I look like a farmer mm-hmm. um all right i guess he didn't have that endless love for apparently not Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the closer he got to her he just kept choking it was it was sad you know <laughs> <laughs> all right uh let's get into of course uh the last thing that we we talk about all the time Oh! <laughs> 
get off my yacht ah! why does it feel like that got longer says luther leon the white man right i wonder what he talks like uh a cheyenne transient was arrested friday evening after police say he threatened his girlfriend with a short sword and strangled her until she passed out oh mm, still had a girlfriend good for you buddy cheyenne police department spokesman sergeant john gay says officers were called out around 6 30 p.m friday 41 year old michael norwood and his living girlfriend wait i thought he was a transient uh living what a box what the uh-huh. fuck what kind of article is this I don't know. had been living in a camping trailer oh parked in the area the okay. victim wanted to leave with a friend to get a haircut but norwood wouldn't let her go um we not gonna look homeless enough girl oh lord gay says that when norwood girlfriend asked him to stop blocking the door so she could leave he pulled out a short sword and threatened her he tapped the tip of the blade against her chest but he didn't inflict any injuries uh said gay he grabbed her purse and started to walk out the door or she grabbed her purse started walk out the door he grabbed her by the hair pulled her back inside the trailer and put his right arm under her mouth and neck and squeezed it tightly oh okay so he probably didn't want to cut her hair because what else is he gonna grab her by when he was gonna be abusive gay says the woman bit norwood trying to get away but he continued to squeeze her neck so that she couldn't speak or breathe she saw spots felt herself urinate in her pants and then black out oh yeah uh, she was pissed he choked the hell out of her mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah she, they both was pissed mm-hmm. peed off um yeah so then um she saw spots and passed out um she woke up in the trailer he let her change her clothes and then told her to get out uh she was he was arrested for aggravated assault strangulation and household member and domestic battery gay says he also had a misdemeanor warrant out for his arrest yeah and this motherfucker had a sword um dead giveaway dog you know living in a trailer with a sword um you know gotta be careful with these crazy motherfuckers and uh if you see his face got face tattoos like he's just a big ass wasp of humanity there's no reason he should be allowed to be on the streets and i hope they throw him under the jail because fuck him and that's a terrible crime to do to another human being all right guys we'll be back tomorrow i hope you guys enjoyed the episode until then i love you i love you too